Are you sick and tired of the same old boring golf polo? Then you need to head over to Proud90.com and check out some of the absolutely outrageous designs Proud90 Golf has to offer. Extremely lightweight, extremely comfortable, and Proud90 guarantees you will get at least one compliment every time you wear one of their polos out in public. Perfect for bachelor parties, spicing up a boring day at the office, or just having a few beers with the boys out on the course. Comfortable and fun designs for every occasion. And to our listeners, you get 15% off when you go to Proud90.com and enter the promo code DUFF. That's Proud90.com, enter the promo code DUFF, 15% off your order. It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What is going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? It is Thursday, March 3rd. You may be wondering why I have a bunch of dirt on my forehead. It is currently Ash Wednesday, but we will be posting this tomorrow. But welcome to the Duffin' Up podcast. As always, I have the two best co-hosts in all the land. First, we'll start off with the one, the only, Michael Adams. Mike, how you doing tonight, bud? I know we're doing well, man. We're doing well. Hope the same right back at you. And Timmy, how you doing, brother? I'm good there, Michael. I'm good there, Brendan. I am uh, about 12 hours away from getting on a plane heading down to Orlando to play some golf. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm high as a guy right now on golf. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It is. Oh, All three of us, right? Have... All three of us got some golf in the forecast, right? We do. We do. Brandon, what are you going for that bachelor party? Uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So, oh, uh, the crap. Yeah, I know. I got to hit up friend of the pod, Sam, um, this weekend, tell him I'm coming down. Um, I think a couple of the other guys who who we're kind of friendly with on on the social media streams are either Arizona or Southern California too. I know that, um, but yeah, no, I'm so excited. Dude. I've never been to Arizona. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I I migrated back up to the cold. I immediately regretted my decision as soon as I got here, and I'm going down for more warmth. That's all that matters right now. Um, Have you ever played desert golf before? No. So I am terrified of rattlesnakes too. Remember when we were talking about Chunky and he's like, when we were talking uh, a couple podcasts ago, we, we interviewed our friend Chunky, shout out Chunky Golfer. Um, and he was like, I always carry that snake snake around. He was, was the like, originator. You... He was the was originator. Like, oh, if you do that to me, I was, uh, I'm like, I am going to be looking, I'm going to be hearing for that rattling like 24 seven this weekend because I am terrified of a freaking rattle. I mean, I'm not even thinking of the, I'm not even thinking of the creatures out there. I'm thinking of the, the treacherous, like, I mean, you either have to hit it on the fairway or you're in, or, sand, like, or you're like, in desert or you're in the sand or in the cacti <laughs> and all that. You're so not sudden, wrong. It's, it sounds hard. It does. I think it's going to be, it hor- I think, I mean, it's not going to be horrendous. So number one, we're playing at like a public court. Like we're not playing at like the stadium course or anything like that. Uh, my buddy, shout out Alec and his brother, are playing the stadium course tomorrow together as like a twosome. It's like it's like Nate's gift to Alec for like getting married and everything. Um, you know, super fun stuff. But he's uh, he's 
he's going to be playing he's going to be playing there tomorrow and then we're going to be playing some like ratchet course because like me alec and nate are really the only guys that like golf in the group and the rest of the guys are all renting clubs and they're just gonna it's gonna be a great time though i'm looking so much forward to it you're underselling it you're underselling it i'm hard underselling it dude i'm so excited for everything second you get in those cacti or whatever that's when the trigger goes off like oh shit like and that's gonna be first hole for me at least like you're gonna you're gonna Gord it way right and you're gonna you're gonna hit gravel red gravel and then this like tumbleweed shit that's actually stuck in the ground and then you're looking at every which way for for camouflage you know rattlesnakes and that would i, I have never played either so where we're going timbo we got to worry about the big green things right right but you're telling me that the kid's not going to take over on you and you're not going to like see a lizard and want to catch it i know i when i'm near a pond I want to catch those frogs. This is I a do. disclaimer. I do like to catch them. For anybody listening, number one. Oh, wow, Siri. What's up, Siri? Siri coming in hard. <laughs> number one crab catcher in of all time, if there was a competition, Timmy O'Reilly. Number one crab catcher. <laughs> this kid. Us I'm missing a finger because of it. <laughs> us as kids. Boy, will we. I mean, we caught the little ones, but Timmy's going after the big guys, the ones that could chop your fingers off. Mm. How do we get on that? I'm not very smart, and, and that kind of is a good thing. <laughs> fearless. Fearless. Absolutely fearless. fearless. That's like us on the golf course this weekend, boys. That's right. Oh, so if you're wondering why we've been stalling. <laughs> golf course, hopefully. <laughs> no, Mike, I'm you sure. went to Scottsdale. You've been to Scottsdale, yeah, right? You, you went to the you WM. Didn't golf. Didn't golf. Did not golf. Did not you went golf. to the waste management, right? It was pre-COVID, and my friends at the time, I mean, a couple of them were golfers, but if, if we went this year, we would have definitely golfed. But um, we went to the waste management. Yeah, Scottsdale. We, we did that whole thing. It was wild. I, mean, my, my, I just want to keep going, though. But, like, for any PC Friars fans, I know there are a couple that listen to this. When I said waste management, you see those, those that's fun golf, like tossing the beer cans, tossing hole in one, the liquid flying everywhere. If you were at the dunk this past Wednesday or Thursday, Timmy, a week from week from today, maybe against Xavier, then they go in and be Creighton. Wednesday, but, Wednesday. No, no, against Creighton. I'm sorry. It was this past weekend. Yeah, it was Saturday. Yeah. Drew Font scores oh, a bucket. Drew Font scores a bucket and the place goes nuts. My dad is. Yeah. My dad is saying PC should be ashamed of themselves, ashamed for doing that, for letting that happen. I'm like, Dad, you got to be kidding me. They're, the the whole student section, both sides, were calling in Drew Fonts at 3.30 to go. Then they called him in at 2.30 to go. They want, And then he goes and scores a bucket, senior night, fifth-year senior kid who's like a captain but never plays. I mean, I'm going on a tangent here, but it's well-deserved. Let's go, Friars. It's March, baby. Man, Mash is right around the corner. Andrew Fonts, he bleeds black. I My mean, dad. that guy just, they have been, he's been a Friar fan ever since he was a kid. I mean, they, they grew up Friar fans. They want to go, his brother's on the team now. You're right. He's the absolute captain that never plays. doesn't matter if he plays because the team chemistry is wrapped around him. So uh, what do you mean? Your dad said that the PC should be ashamed? My dad came over the, the other day and he said, he said that they should have handled it better that 
that they could have controlled the, the liquid. No, but I'm telling you, that wouldn't have happened for any other bucket. If Drew Fonts doesn't make that bucket, there's no liquid going anywhere. The fans, the <laughs> oh, right. they were so <laughs> electrified by that bucket. They just couldn't control it. So there's no way that was a – you could have done anything different there if you're the dunk. If someone got hurt, it's too bad. I'm sorry. But it was an incredible moment as a PC fan. Brendan – I know you're going to sit back over there and say Villanova too. I'm sick of the same thing. Uh, look, He's just look, waiting to talk about Villanova. Look at that <laughs> grin over there. Oh, oh, oh. Little, little, ash, little Christian boy with his ashes. You Catholic know. boy. It, Providence Catholic. is a Catholic school too. I know. Damn it. Golly. That was Golly. a good game last night, though. Good game last night. It was fantastic. Duff and Up has officially turned from a golf podcast into a college basketball podcast, and we're going that way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's that time of year. Oh, it is. Honestly, March is my favorite because not only, obviously, college basketball getting rolling, the golf world getting really rolling. Like, this is really when it starts coming in. And just all the sports are picking up, except for one. Oh. Except for one as you can Very tell nice. this is not this is <laughs> duffing up is taking a little bit of a backseat for the golf side this week and we're talking about the rest of the sports world right now too because we will be talking about golf don't worry everyone we will be talking about golf but because there's so much else going on everywhere and because someone aka brendan forgot to make <laughs> For, forgot to plan for the podcast because we thought we were having a guest come on spoiler alert no guests this week uh we're kind of going all over the place right now but anyways there's one sport that will not be playing in march when they usually play in march and will not be playing in april when they usually play in april and that is mr timothy o'reilly's first love of baseball the good thing the Friars are still rolling, baby, because Timmy would be oh, a distraction. This is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe it. I may swear a few make one too many times on this, but I am so sorry that in 2017 they had this collective bargaining agreement, and they're they're going through the negotiations. In the last minute, they said, "If we don't get anything renegotiated by 2022, we're just going to lock you guys out." And so now. What they're doing, the owners are halting all of this activity because they want to extend the playoff season and the the players union hasn't gotten negotiations going. I mean, you had all winter, winter. Why can't you just figure this stuff out? There's nothing. You know what I look forward to every year, every time. I mean, the Patriots, whether they win or lose, I like that when the season ends, I can say, okay, pitchers and catchers report on this day. It looks forward to it because. Because right, it's opening day in baseball, then it goes right into the Masters. But I don't even know when they're going to be playing baseball. Because there's nothing better than when you hit, see, when you go to Fenway Park on opening day, and you see the, all those people there in those bright, shiny white uniforms, and the American flag drops down over the monster, and they're lining up on the sides, they're announcing it, and the announcer's saying, you know, singing the national anthem, whatever, and that little kid comes on the field, says, play ball, and we have America America's pastime starts on that day, and now we don't even know when that's coming. Come on, figure it out. And did you know that the players are not there if they don't get paid for those 
162 games in which they are contracted right now that they are going to strike even longer. The players are losing on average $20 million as a union by not playing every single day. And it's all because of the greedy owners and they want to expand the playoffs just because they are getting a contract with ESPN to put all these, these logos and, and whatever on their uniforms and have exclusive rights to baseball players, which they want to extend because baseball season is long enough. As we know, 162 games plus all the games, it goes five, seven, seven in the playoff format. They want to go even longer because of money. They're getting greedy. ESPN offered the owners $150 million contract and the players are refusing to play more baseball because they don't want, and they play 162 games, six days a week out of seven. <sighs> Let's just figure this out, boys. I don't know. Then that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh my God. A couple things. No swears, not a single one. Not a single not swear. A single one. Oh, that was good. And something oh. like, if you, so you put Putin, I don't even know how to say his name. Bur- and oh, Jesus. Nope, 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 Mike, nope, 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 nope. Some nope, people nope, think nope. Putin's a better guy, you know? Like, my go- Manfred's, get your head out of your ass. You see him, Ooh. like, you see the media, like, taking taking snapshots of him. I feel like he's just trying to say, suck my, my you know what, back. Like, when he's posing with a golf, like, like he's practicing his golf swing. Like, get out of town, dude. Like. This guy doesn't care about these guys. They don't care about the sport. They obviously only care about one thing and and the sport needs to go in a different direction because it just does. It's an unbelievable sport, but the way that it's constructed right now, it's, it's losing people quick and and it sucks because you grow up as a kid. And I mean, I eventually liked basketball the best, but baseball was the most fun by far. Like as a kid, like going to the field, just the smell of the fresh grass, like after school, putting the leather mitt on, like feeling the ground ball with your dad. Like, honestly, you can't that you can't write that shit. That's that's historical baseball. It's got to figure it out. But maybe, you know, changes is, change is tough, but you got to Someone's got to Someone's got to do something. I get the thing with it. When someone says they don't like baseball because it's boring, I get that because it's a long season. It's a long season of pitch after pitch after pitch. And I get it. I'm not saying I watch every game. Not by any means. It's impossible to watch every game. That's why football is fantastic. That's why anybody can be a football fan because it's once a week. It's an event that you can get together. Baseball's baseball's every day. It's tough to watch. But you're right. Something needs to change, Mike. I agree, but Adding adding more stress to the players might not be the answer. Yeah, I like that you said. Uh, I, I was getting a little chills when you said that when you were describing the I don't know the feel of the grass, the smell of the grass, and as a kid playing baseball, there is nothing better. There's nothing better than saying, "Let's go to the park, let's set up a baseball field, and let's play some right. ball." It's like father and son, like like it's not real, like shooting That's, a basketball, like yeah, it's but like throwing a baseball that just has a different different gives you a different chill brendan you got something no it's to me it's just crazy because if they were arguing because like there there have been times when like i personally think like the union has been wrong about a couple things on the game side for example like they don't want to outlaw the shift they don't want to do a pitch clock like stuff like that where i think like 
times have changed. Like, you know, we got to move, you know, you got to start implementing things like the NBA is a perfect example of when they played, you know, you know, into the mid, into the early nineties, like with, with, you know, Bill Embiid and the Pistons and like the very, very hardcore type of basketball like that, where people were losing interest. And then in the late nineties, when like, it was very much like still a very physical game, they had to kind of take it out. And then in the NFL, just a simple three point line makes it changes the game, you know, Naismith, Naismith didn't bring that to the table, but that's huge. And the NFL, for example, too, with like, like, putting in passenger, you know, putting in pass interference a little bit more lenient, you know, putting in it more. So you didn't have Ty law, like legitimately mugging receivers at the line of scrimmage who I love Ty law. I think he's one of the best cornerbacks of all time, but legitimately, if you watch the tape from back in the day, he used to basically tackle wide receivers at the line of scrimmage. They and took that out. Protecting huh? your most prized asset, the quarterback. And protecting like the most prized asset. Like they yes. did, they made new rules. There are times like you cannot, if, if you're a left-handed batter and you cannot, you basically cannot go against the shift. Like no matter what people say, slap it the other way. You can't slap it when they're pitching you inside. You basically have to hit it over the shift, which is a home run, or you hit it into the shift. Right, wait, time out. So, so you're saying baseball should out, outlaw the shift. I think there's a lot of things that baseball should do. Um, but outlawing the shift isn't one of them. You can yeah. go wherever you want the field. You don't I even disagree. need a catcher if you don't want. What? I disagree. I disagree. Well, no. What do you think? Know. What do you? As a lefty, I, I agree with the lefty, pitch I completely I, I, disagree. What do you mean as a lefty? I mean, you got the right field in both Fenway and, and New York. Like, if you're in that division, you should have 45 homers a year. If you're Barry Bonds, he would have. You know, have a thousand dingers. And what are you going to do for the rest of the time? You can't hit a single into right field anymore if you're a lefty. Because hit, hit it out every time or walk. I don't, I don't want – no, but there's a pitch clock. That's one thing. But, like, you can't – if you get pitched inside to because you can't figure it out, then sucks the Oh, suck. yeah, you just got to get better. That's that's on the hitter. That's, that's You should yeah, be able to go wherever you want in the field. You should be able to go – I don't yeah, agree be a, with Be a better hitter. <laughs> Tenfold. Also, so – I just <laughs> – Brendan, I love it. But <laughs> Timmy, what's up? Like, see, this is where I, being a baseball traditionalist, Curious. have to is the <laughs> electronic umpires. This is like a huge debate. Do you think there should be an electronic strike zone, like one of those things, or basically that review every single play? Um, you know, that's that's the tough one. The electronic strike zone is a real iffy thing. I don't know whether we should do it or not. And I am a kind of biased. So I'd like to know what you guys think about that. I haven't thought about it, but that's, I think over the long haul, it'll make the game better, honestly, which okay. sucks to say, cause, cause you got it. Like there's nothing better than an umpire standing behind there call, saying ball or strike. Like if you can get, if you can get a system to like have a, an electronic voice of a, of an electric umpire who's, ball and strike call is, is electric. That's what we need out of these, these, these technology systems, whatever they're creating, but, <laughs> but you're going to have a more consistent strike zone. It's going to be like, you can't argue it. It's pretty like you, you see, I mean, do you want, do you want to eliminate that side of the game too? Like arguments and confrontation, like it, obviously it's all good entertainment, but it, it's that, that question that the purest in, in me and you, I'm sure Timmy is like, keep the ump on the field let's keep making mistakes and deal with it that's how it's always been 
But uh, now, what did they do before challenges in tennis? I'm trying to think if they should have a, a set uh, amount of challenges. It's all uh, electronic now. And a lot of um, like the Australian Open was totally elect was totally electronic. Like there, it knows the second that ball hits the ground, if it's out or in, and it'll say it. Really? For the Australian Open, I'm I'm 95 sure. I I know like obviously that's not consistent across tennis, but I know they're the Australian Open went to that. So there are yeah there are changes there, but I mean I think your traditional I think Wimbledon and like the new actually yeah. U.S. Open that that has line judges and a, a main judge. What about so? What if we propose that the baseball does has an electronic strike zone with umps still on the field and right. they're calling balls and strikes as normal? And if a pitcher's like that is not a strike, or that is a strike, and they can say, "All right, I'm going to use a challenge." Bada bang, yeah. They say, right, "Yeah, they do that." Right. That's what you were getting at with tennis. They do do that in tennis too. So yeah, do they? There's no challenges in baseball right now. Do they get one or something or, or, or no, not on a ball or a strike, but a, ball or, now. but a ball or a strike isn't right. If that's what I mean, balls and strikes, balls They're and strikes there. are not challengeable. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest, like I, I do love baseball, but like I, I've, I've, uh, I've got very hard feelings about how, like, it's all about the money for the owners now. Um, and the fact that instead of like trying to put in, you know, different, different rules that could help the game, basically, especially like a pit, I think a pitch clock is huge. Universal DH is finally coming in, which I do like, I know some people won't like that, but it's whatever, but it was all, it came down to money and like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, come on guys, like we gotta be better than this. Like this cannot just come down to money. Like if this comes down to money, it's a shame. And it came down to money, and it's a shame. Oh, it's all it came down to. So, so unfortunate, but it happens. It's a lot. Like, when was when was the World Series? Like, I mean, obviously October, October, November, yeah, late, late November, right? So, like, yeah, these guys get very little time to themselves. Like, they imagine. had so long to figure out a deal and they just didn't do it. They had two months before it, three, four, four months. They could have started in, in, in December. So three months, they could have started in December and they waited. They sat on their butts. Mm. Horrible. Oh, Hey, you know, you know, who also sat on his butt. This oh, tiger. <laughs> and he still wins the pip. He still wins it sitting on his ass. I told you, uh, look at Mikey segments coming in hard. What a Mikey segment right there. Or sorry, Mikey segue. Sorry, you Mikey segue. We were, we were going to run with that before the golf talk. But, we were. But you, we were going to run with that before the baseball talk. But we ran, you had a nice little segue earlier. So we I know. Had to run with that. And then we had to. But yeah, Tiger out, winning the pip, sitting down, sitting out. Un, unbelievable. I mean, are you surprised? No. <laughs> the guy takes a semi-large dump and he gets like i'd follow it uh, he doesn't even do dump. anything he doesn't if he imagine if he took he would yeah he doesn't even need to do anything to win he just no. he but he deserves it he deserves every bit of it right yeah. i mean he's grown the game he's grown the game more than anything or anyone and he was it's, making, it's insane it's literally these, insane 
you'd see like, these tweets, tweets about people should all thank Tiger for me. We're talking a couple podcasts ago about guys that aren't making a lot of, at the bottom of the tour, but like the guys who are making, who are making it on the tour, like that's, you're making a lot of money. Because of Tiger. Because of Tiger. Yes. For a lot, for hundred percent. Oh, 1000% on that side. It is just crazy when you see it and you're like, okay, here are the people that make sense. Right. So Phil, like in second place, like that makes sense. Like I thought he was going to win it because he does a great job on social media. He does a great job, like outreach, everything like that. <laughs> Rory McElroy, also up there doing good. Jordan Speed, not surprising. Bryson, Justin, Dustin, Justin Thomas, good. DJ, little surprise because he never posts on social media or does anything like that. Uh, Brooks, well-known name, John, Rom, and Bubba Watson. So you look at that and you're just like, okay. Um, this Brooks is after great. DJ? Brooks made, less than D- Brooks made less than DJ? Uh, yeah, they all made $3 million. So 7 through 10 all made $3 million. Oh, okay. Yep, and three through six all made three and a half million dollars. Crazy, crazy how much money they made. But like, you know, it's one of those things. And I know we were talking about it before the podcast. Like, yeah, there's there's guys who are so important to their sport, even when they're injured, they're going to make names for themselves. And there's guys in other sports like the NBA, like the NFL, who are injured all year and are still getting paid their, you know what I mean? They're still getting paid. They get injured all year and they're still getting paid. So, you know, yep. I think it's interesting. I thought Phil was going to take it. If we're being completely honest with you, Tiger took it. A um, couple names I'm really surprised weren't on there were like Max Homa. Cause like, I think he does such a good job on social media. And I thought he really kind of upped his game this year as well. And I thought he became a pretty well-known name. Um, like I'm very surprised Bubba Watson was on there. <laughs> Yeah, I was a little surprised there, but I mean, I mean, Bubba's got reach, man. He does. I'm yeah. never gonna deny that, but like, I was very surprised, very surprised. Bubba Watson was on there, to say the least. Um, the rest of the guys, yeah, like they're they're the top ten players. So this is basically just like a bonus to the top ten players, you know. Besides Tiger winning it, the rest of these guys, like. I mean, Patrick Cantlay obviously wasn't going to get in there because I don't think Patrick Cantlay has like a MySpace. Never mind, like anything else. Uh, but yeah, I you know it's it, it's good though. Like it, it's good to see some of the younger guys like Jordan on there, um, Bryson on there is really good. Uh, just because you know he's a name and people he scored like first and like uh basically like who people want to watch out of everyone he was number one which makes sense because like tiger was 43 for example tiger also didn't swing the club once the entire year so we're gonna be you know what i mean so like even not swinging a club you're still 43rd that's goddamn impressive but you know bryson shows that people want to you know watch him which is great i think it's fantastic I don't like them, but I think it's fantastic. A good list. Some curious if it's pretty similar next year, but mm-hmm. we'll see. You know how yeah. much, speaking of money, that the PGA Tour uh, makes. Do you know that the golf industry 
it raises over $7 billion annually for charity, which is kind of wild. Wow. But speaking but, of that, I have a cool couple of interesting facts for you guys. And I want we're going into guys, Timmy stats. We're going into Timmy stats. This is a new segment guys, that we have I'm gonna created. Throw, I'm going to throw the stat out there without the numbers, and I want you two to guess. These are kind of amazing. All right. In the world, there is a certain amount of golf courses. How many golf courses do you think there are worldwide? Take a guess. I'll give you a hint. There are 1,000 in Florida, and that is the most of any state. Hmm. Can, I take, can I take out a calculator? Sure. Oh. I'm going to go with 112,000. 112,000? Mm-hmm. Did you do use a calculator? Nope. <laughs> really? It's way more than that. Go for it. I mean, I'll say there's uh, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. 333,000. The number of golf courses worldwide, 34,000. What? What? 34,000 golf courses worldwide. Oh, really? Yes. What? Um, All right. So, USA has the most golf courses in the world. so whatever um the, and the golf courses are only present in 85 percent of the countries worldwide i mean I obviously i don't know if, i haven't heard of any golf courses in like ethiopia or anything like that but you never know mm-hmm. um the average golf course how many rounds do you think are played per year in that oh one God. particular course 17 no i'm kidding <laughs> So you go to a year-round course. Let's say you go to Hilton Head yeah, Island and you go play at Harbor Town. PPC or something like that. Yeah. Um, How many rounds of golf are played on that course? So I just said a hundred thousand, right? Like like thousand courses. Is every like. Now I'm in my head, and now I don't want to go over that. Um, I, I just guessed an astronomically high number in that guess, Brendan. Your guess was actually decently close compared to mine. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I, <laughs> I said 333,000. I, I, like, I, I did a quick, like, all right, 25,000 in the U.S. If, yeah, that, that's crazy that I thought that. But 34,000, that's a lot. That, yeah. I, I average 500 a state for the U.S. That gives you 25 and then running up. Not a bad guess based on that, but my, I don't so, know. Here's the thing. Let's do six. Does every person's round count as a round or just like? Yeah, that's another good question. So is it yeah, one person, 18 holes, one round, or is it four people, one round? Uh Mm, that's a great question. I don't know the answer. <laughs> then you got to multiply by four, basically. <laughs> All right. So do you want to neglect that question? What was the answer? The answer is. Hold on. Let's just fucking guess. Uh... Right. I'm going to go with 50,000 rounds. 
That's it probably might, really high, but that's okay. One year? Yeah. Brendan, that's not a bad guess. Timmy, no freaking hints, bro. <laughs> uh, what'd you guess, Brendan? 50,000. <laughs> I bet you it's lower after both of you. I was going to say 14,500. I'm, I'm going to guess way lower, but. So it is 30,000 rounds. So Michael is closer. <laughs> and you went over, Brendan. You can't go over. No over. No over. I went over twice. Oh, God. oh, this one's a good one. This one, you need an exact number. Oh, Jesus. Average age of a golfer in the United States. What is the average age? What, when, was, what's the, uh, when was this time stamped? What's, what's the date on this thing? The date is. Has it got one? Uh, 2022. Okay. Yeah. So t- it's co- taking COVID data into effect, I'm assuming? Looks like it. I guess so. Uh, 37. Yeah, I was going to go with like 33. The average age of a golfer in the United States of America is 54 years old. Get out of here. 54 years old, which is another reason why I love golf so much because we can play it until we are 103 years old. That was a copy and paste from before COVID. We're getting getting destroyed, man. We are getting absolutely destroyed. What do you think the average handicap? That's a, I like this. Of the golfer. I, I don't the 100% know this as a fact, but I think it's 24. Like, I think it's around there. I would, yeah, I would say 26, 20, 29, 29. 24 and 29. So you have to take into consideration that these people have handicaps. So you can't take into those, the Joe Schmo who goes once a year, who is probably a 35. And, and the Joe Schmo probably cheats a little. Yeah. So 10? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm sticking to 24. I'll go 26. I'll go back to my first guess. The average golf handicap is between 13 and 15. That's ridiculous. That's a lie. That's making me feel like shit. (laughs) I mean, I'm a 12. Like, Mike, you're probably like like an 11 or, or a 10 at least. It's like a 10.9. Yeah, Tim, you're probably right up. Tim, you're around us, right? You might even be lower. You might even be like a nine. No, that's the goal this year is to get to a single. I'm a 10 point. uh, Yeah. I got to re-up. I got to re-log in, pay up. Uh, All right. So we stand on a par three, and we're Mm -hmm. like, we got a shot. We got a shot. That's why we got a shot. We have a shot to make a hole in one. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Just exactly how much of a chance do you have? What are the odds of making a hole in one? Oh, I've read this. I've read this. One in seven million, I think. Something like that. It's, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> one in two, 50-50. <laughs> he doesn't want to go over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
Actually, no, I am over. Yeah, twenty-two odds of making a hole in one in a round of golf is twelve thousand five hundred to one. Oh, I went way over. Damn, the odds of making two hole ones in one round sixty-seven million to one. Wow, sixty-seven million. Close on that one. Oh man! Yeah. So, so are the odds better? Like on, like that's just one hole. That's just a chance on one. No, hole? in one round of golf, the odds of making a hole in one. Okay. So you have four chances. Right. So I guess you multiply it by four and whatever, because the typical golf course has. Right. All right. On TPC Sawgrass, coming close to the Players Championship, this could be our little segue. TPC Sawgrass, the famous, infamous 17-hole, 17-hole, for those of you who don't know, it's an island green. How many balls are hit into the water every year at number 17 at TPC Sawgrass? Well, you said that how Average many? Average 30,000 rounds. I want to go with 30,000 balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to divide it by four, go one, one every group. So, uh Seven thousand, seven thousand, period. Seven thousand, <laughs> yeah, eight thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna go ten thousand balls. It's probably less, roughly a hundred and twenty five thousand balls are hit a year into the water <laughs> on the 17th hole at TPC. Wait, yeah, those people having some bad. Those people probably teed up again. It's it's probably like it's probably like nine a whole, nine a group nine a person. Jesus, because no, they're they're teeing up from the drop zone, which is well still again, like it's water. not an average golf course though, so they probably get a lot more rounds. Like you know what I mean? They probably get a lot more rounds too. They're probably averaging a hundred thousand rounds a year, if not more. That's true. So yeah, absolutely. And do you guys know when Tiger made his first hole in one? Uh, when he was like 13 or something like that, right? Or when he was seven? I don't know. <laughs> One guess only. <laughs> My guess is seven. Yours is 13. My guess is five. Tiger Woods was eight years old when he coined, when he oh, cashed right. hole in Jimmy. I was right. Fuck. Damn it. I was right. <laughs> no, let it go. Fucking Tigre. Love him. The last one I will say is. The old course of St. Andrews was founded in 1552. Oh, you're getting 469 years ago. When was the first course in the United States founded? When was 18 what? 1869? Nope. The old course was founded in 1552. Oh, 1552. The next, the new course in Scotland, was founded in 1895. So it was obviously 300 years until they they made another course. Mm. So when was the first course founded in the United States? I'll give you a hint. It was founded, it was on a sheep farm. I'm going to go like 1870. Yeah, 1862. You guys both did not go over. 
It was found in Downers Grove, Illinois in 1892. Wow. First 18 hole course in the United States was the Downers Grove golf course. I've never even heard of it. I wonder it's still intact after all these years. It's been downsized to nine holes. Boo. How do you start? Yeah. How can you have the first golf course in the United States be nine holes? What's it called, Tambo? It is called. Uh, it is called Downers, like like Debbie Downers Grove mm-hmm. Golf Grove Golf Course, Downers Grove Golf Course. That's Got it. it. It's a unique and scenic course. Okay. All this course in America only has eleven reviews on TripAdvisor. Oh, you got one hundred and seventy six. It says site of America's first 18 hole golf course. The Downers is now a 36 hole scenic course. Challenging experience. This is the first golf course in America. It doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Are you kidding me? I know, right? Did you find one? Did you find a Wikipedia page? No, I didn't. I just went to their. their... Trying to look at it? I mean, I'm going right to their website. At least they have a website. Brutal. Oh, my goodness. Very green, very green. Oh, it does look nice. Downers Grove, put it in the bank. Illinois, a little nine holer. Maybe, maybe, maybe a second, second round of the day. A little quick, quick twilight. Take a trip. Play rounds are free. Wow. That's 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 nice. That's a nice. That's basically all you can play for Mm. for 21 bucks. That's impressive. I love that. It is only nine holes, but that's okay. We, I, I do like three tracks. Just keep going. <laughs> Boys, where do we got the, the golf this weekend? This week is Bay Hill. Aren't so this you? week is the Arnold Palmer. Bay Hill. I, I'm salivating over, over my lineup. I'm, I'm rosterating over, over here. Ross I just realized that we are in the Orlando area this weekend, and we didn't even think to go to the Arnold Palmer Invitational. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of sad. You guys should definitely buy tickets. What a miss! What a miss! Wow, how much? How much do you think they're going for? I don't know, but Friday. All right. Um, Brendan. Yes. Last year. Who won last year? It wasn't Rory, right? Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. He's not even playing this year, right? He's not. So he has an injury currently. Like I said, we were very prepared for this podcast, if you you could not tell. 80 bucks. 75 bucks. Go. Go to it. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Friday. Oh, but yeah. So uh, last year was... um, Brighton and Lee Westwood in the final round, if you guys remember that, coming down. Mm-hmm. And then remember at the players, it was also Bryson and Lee Westwood in the final round. Together. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Before JT boy. came out of nowhere. Which, by the way, the players is still not golf's fifth major. It will never be golf's fifth major. We'll talk more about that next week. But we're not calling it golf's fifth major. You stop it. Anyways, no. um, <laughs> it's a nice tournament to have around these times, but no way can we coin it that term. No, we will not coin it golf's fifth major. 
anyways, um, yeah, I <laughs> um, last year the the Arnold Palmer was fantastic. Oh, it was such a good tournament. It it always is a good tournament. I mean, it's the the house that Arnie built. It, Bay Hill is a great course. Um, Wrightson hitting it across the pond from like yeah. you know he was able to get it like three hundred and ten yards and yeah that was yeah. sick. Why is he not playing this week? Now nah, he's hurt. Why? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's hurt. Yeah. So they're saying he's trying to get back for the players, but there's a lot of inside chat, a lot of a lot of infield chatter to come back to baseball. Uh, that uh, he will be out until at least the Masters. So the Masters might be when he comes back. Finally catching up to his back, the way he swings mm-hmm. that thing. My goodness. Yeah. I think it's a wrist injury this time, actually. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, but, I mean, it, <laughs> the golfers that always catch... Oh, so I know. Injury. I don't know jack shit. <laughs> I do know that my back's going to be hurting me after this weekend. My goodness. Oh, my God, Michael. <laughs> what a line. What a line. I'm on a golf podcast. I don't know jack shit about golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jo- we're joking, everybody. We are absolutely joking. Michael is actually a PGA expert, especially yeah. when it comes to daily fantasy picks. Yeah, that's why, that's why I had to deposit money into my account when, I, when we started this show. Oh, so we have not actually. So we have been doing. Well, I don't know if you guys have been doing. I've been doing daily fantasy over the past couple of weeks. I've been losing money like a very, very, very poorly. Um, but yeah, so I've got I've got my lineup. Who wants to go? I honestly we haven't done it in so long. I forget who went first last time. So who wants to go first? I haven't done one in like, in I don't know since we since our first one I guess, and so <laughs> I guess we'll save saving money up to, until this week because I yeah there with you Timbo I've steered clear I've been I've been betting on the Super Bowl I've been betting on the Friars I've been betting on other things how are you betting on the Friars oh uh, have you been going to Mass to do it no I actually. That's a lie. Oh, you can't me. bet on college teams in Rhode Island, right? Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't been betting on the Friars. You oh. caught me in a dead lie because <laughs> 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 I've been using the sports book, but it's been it's been other college basketball teams mm. outside of RI. But so I've, I've been, first, huh? I know. Mike, I, you want to go first? Yeah, I will. I'll take the lead here. I'll take the excellent. Lead. Yeah, RI sports book. Wake up and let the let the boys bet on the Friars. So I'm just going to keep this real quick and simple because we have this is a three headed monster and we got some guys coming up the rear that I that I think can hold shit down. So I'm going to start off with Rory McIlroy just because, you know, I feel like. I don't know, I haven't been following the golf world too closely lately, but he's been he's been uh, able to speak up and, and stick up for what he believes in. And, you know, I I think he's a his character and his, his testicular fortitude is, is for the ripens in a, in a, what a, a word is in a bay in this Bay Hill matchup. He's going to be tested by Hideki Matsuyama. Who's also 10,300 on the site. We use Rory's 11,100, 11,100. So taking, taking guys at the top Hideki. I mean, just, I think he's steady Eddie. Don't know how good he'll do, but. Hopefully he wins and I win a bunch of money. Will Zalatoris, wow. 9,400. 
So we got Rory, Matsuyama, and Willie Z. Do you have any money yeah. left over? That's right. I forgot about Timmy's prediction that he's never gonna he's never gonna hit the golf ball in the hole ever again. But, uh, <laughs> Timmy doesn't think he's gonna win a PGA Tour event. Question, Timmy, though, like our Masters, our our majors, PGA Tour events. Oh yeah, we're gonna count them as that. But no, yes. I know what not. you're saying, like technicality was. Right. Yeah. No, he oh. will never win a PGA Tour. Event. I mean, uh, I don't want to count like a, you know, like a secondary event. Like if he doesn't qualify for the U.S. Open and they're playing. Yeah, but he's never going to play yeah. in the Puerto Rico. Yeah, Willie Z. Willie Z, if you're out there listening, we'd love to have you on the show. We really like yeah. you, know. <laughs> you're going to roast so, him. Absolutely yep. roast him. Yep. Yep. But uh, I like Timmy coming out with some bold predictions because, you know, that's what this is all about. Having a little fun. I got Danny Willett coming in. I'm yelling. Really? Come yelling. Masters yeah. I mean, my last three. Tim, you've had him in a couple, right? Danny Willett? I, I feel like I've had him in the Masters. Honestly, he just reminds me of Luke Donald so much. And I know that your first one of your first golf loves was uh, Luke Donald. So, <laughs> Can I finish? No. <laughs> no, go ahead. Danny Willett, Henrik Stenson, and you got to go with the rider cap, ZJ, Zach Johnson. Wow. To round it out, so we got. Are they all below seven thousand? Sixty-three hundred, my friend. Danny Will at sixty-four. Yeah, we went, We we uh, we bought we we bottom of the barreled it, and and I saw some quality names down there. And uh, but that's not even really bottom of the barrel. I mean, usually when you get bottom of the barrel at like sixty-three hundred, you get like Bryce Garnet or like you know what apparently, I mean. Like apparently the site, apparently the site we're using doesn't. Doesn't uh, think that the the Ryder Cup cap is going to have a little extra step this week. I mean, come on, you got to be kidding. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, uh, Timbo, That's what do you think? Topic. Do you guys like like that pick or? I like the ZJ pick. I very much the, like this act. Uh, he's in the news. He's jacked up off of his off of his uh, selection. I like that. The best part is good. too, he doesn't uh, he doesn't have to play, so you, we don't have to see him like messing with his driver and all of a sudden accidentally hitting the ball off the tee again like he's done <laughs> like three or four times over the past two years. It's hilarious every time he does it. CJ, do you think he'll finish in the top 30? No. <laughs> big old, big I'll old let, miss. Big I'll, old let miss you know next, I'll let you know next week once you see my lineup how it finishes. Big old miss cut. From the ZJ this week, but All still right, you take it, Brennan. You take it. What do you got down there? Okay. So I, as always, monster looked at this thoughtfully. And even <laughs> though I'm gonna lose money, I looked at it thoughtfully. Um, first guy that I have up. What are you trying to say? Nothing, nothing at all. Keep it to myself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> first guy I got ninety three hundred dollars, Gerald Hatton. Gerald Hatton has won this event once. He's finished in the top five twice. He is an absolutely hilarious person to watch on the golf course. He's an angry elf. He is the, and he's an act like he's like five, seven. Like he is the angriest of all else. Like he's fantastic. I love him. Daryl Hatton. First pick 9,300. Second pick 9,200. We are staying with the English and we are picking Matthew Fitzpatrick. Matthew Patrick has finished in the top 10 at this event the past four years. We are sticking with him. 
paying up. I don't want to talk to you right now, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> 9,200? Jeez. Two top tens and, and made every cut this year. Why wouldn't you pick him? Willie Z, one more, one more buck. Yeah, but I didn't have an extra buck because at 9,100, <laughs> I picked wow. someone who I will probably regret picking. Even though I do like him, whenever he's in my lineup, he usually does really bad, but he's very, very good at this tournament. It is Big Leash, oh. Mark Leishman. Okay, I like 91? $9,100. Like, so pretty expensive. I mean, hasn't missed a cut all year. Three top 10 finishes. He said that this is the best golf he's ever played in his career, which he's played some pretty damn good golf in his career. Um, so hearing that, pretty happy about it. And then we start getting down to, uh, like Mikey says, bottom of the guys, but not too bad. Uh, yep. Uh, 7,800, we got Maverick McNeely. He's having a very, very good year with two top 10 so far. Only one missed cut. $7,500, we've got Chris Kirk. Absolutely revolution, not, well, not revolutionizing. Uh, what's the word? Reincarnating his career. I know there's a better word than reincarnation, um, but, you know. Resurrecting. Resurrecting, resurrecting. yes. Jesus. You got the ashes on you. Got the ashes for everything. <laughs> uh, you keep, yeah, you keep validating that pick there. Oh. I don't who's Chris Kirk I'm sorry Chris <laughs> how dare you Chris Kirk is actually a very good golfer my friend no I bet um, 7,500 he's having a really good year um so I've got him and then finally 7,100 three top tens this year only one missed cut big old friend of the program it's not the Charlie Hoffman train boys we're going back to Brendan's first true love, Lanto. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Didn't we have a did we have an over under on him? Or was that Charlie Hoffman? We have over under on Charlie Hoffman, but Charlie Hoffman's in the doghouse after what he said about the Saudi Golf League, remember? He's he said playing. the PGA tour is not being good to him. And it's like, all right, Charlie, calm down. So he's not playing this week. He's not. He's hurt. He's been hurting. So it doesn't count. doesn't count as a miss that you didn't no. pick him. You could pick him. No. But I did not pick him, I think, when he at the – I mean, not at the waist. I did pick him at the waist, and then he – but the week after, he finished in, like, the top ten at the Genesis, I think, and I didn't pick him. Yeah. Bad but it wasn't live. We didn't – We didn't. Uh, that is true. On the podcast. That is true indeed. Oh, all right, Timbo, you're the last one here. Mike, well, I, because I like your uh, the CJ pick uh, because he is kind of current in the in the whole um, in the in the media in the news, he is relevant. Um, that's kind of the theme of my lineup we got going on tonight, and this theme has to do with another podcast that has to do with golf because usually when people are associated with this other podcast. They do well in tournaments. So right now, first I have, I'll give you the ones that aren't associated with Sam Burns just because he's Sam Burns and he's just Mike's, Mike's bitter enemy. Mike's your, your bitter buddy, enemy. 
Oh, Mikey missed got the cut. Four top right? tens this year. I didn't even Roller coaster, that. Timmy. Roller coaster. Um, Mikey no. missed the cut when you when you picked him, right? Yeah, MC didn't even come close. I don't even. Yeah, yeah. Him at the PGA is an all time because he literally finished like third to last. Like Oof. literally finished. Remember that? Mike was so excited about his Sam Burns pick, and he finished third. No, he withdrew. He withdrew after the first day. That's okay. right. WD. He withdrew after, I think, what was it, nine holes or something crazy like that? Like, legitimately withdrew after like nine holes. It was every time nuts. I don't put him in my lineup, he's dynamite. So, good, have fun. Yeah, you good, good shit, Tim. He's gonna be top five that he's in Tim's. <laughs> he's really he's super salty about Sammy. <laughs> I, he, he's the worst. I mean, every time I pick him, it's, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> Sammy boy, you ever want to come on, Sam? Mike's I, do, I do think him. he needs a better hat. I think Sammy needs a better hat. Great mustache, though. What a mustache. Yeah. He's a hell of a golfer, man. I mean, just except when Mike puts him. when we know Mike has him in his lineup, we have to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick <laughs> switch. Yeah, maybe we'll All right, so you got so you got Sammy, Timmy. That's on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interrupting. The person who had great Person who had great success uh, last year. This has nothing to do with uh, in the media, but who had great success in the beginning of the year last year. Corey Connors, uh, value pick at seventy six hundred dollars. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Kokrak. We all know how his year has started. Very nicely, very nicely. He already has a W. Um, all right, and these next three, because of the their current uh, media and social media following, and they are relevant in that aspect. I pick. Tommy Fleetwood, who has struggled in the past uh, as of late, but actually he's five last week. this year, one T10. Missed the cut last um, week. Se- yep, 7900 bucks. <laughs> Taylor Gooch. Gooch and Gooch. Gooch and Gooch. We're back together. From Chooch loves the Gooch. He's on the board. <laughs> and last but not least, Max Homa. Max Homa is one of those guys that – they are young. They are ready to go. They are ready to take on each title, and that's all I got going on here. None of them are above nine thousand dollars. I have a, a line wow, of those pizzas. Uh, mom and pop. He's, he's always going back to the mom and pop. <laughs> mom and pop. <laughs> oh boy! Love it, love it. We're gonna follow Timmy. We gotta, man. We're gonna we're have, we're gonna have a great weekend. We're gonna oh. follow. We're gonna follow our lineups. We're gonna, Brendan. Don't be afraid to share your lineup. Share your. Maybe we can hop on uh like eight. Oh, we got to do the Grinch or eighteen birdies. You what are you on, Brendan? Eighteen bees. Eighteen bees. I uh, I tried the Grinch. I don't know how you guys felt about mm-hmm. it. And I mean, like, if the Grinch decides to sponsor the podcast, believe me, I will go right back to the Grinch. Uh, I just big, Timmy's a big fan of it. Timmy and Brian use it well, and I get the alerts, which I like. I just yeah. haven't t- taken the time. I just personally like eighteen birdies. Uh, like actual so like i like the grint more for the social side but like the actual 18 birdies gps i like a lot more because it's a lot more accurate 18 birdies gps is dope yeah it's so much more accurate than than the grint is i don't like it's the grint doesn't even get it within sometimes within like three or four yards for me and like 18 birdies is like on the money every time my handicap is way lower on 18 birdies. So I, yeah, I mine's a, mine's, a, mine's like a 11 or something on, on 18 birdies. What's yours on there, Mike? Like nine. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. So I just tell everyone I'm an 11 handicap. <laughs> uh, I, I go by the, the gym. I got to get it back. 
But yeah, I mean, eight point one on on birdies. Eight point one. Eight point one. Yeah. That's wow. Nuts. That's nuts. Oh, that's awesome. It makes me feel better. But then I look at the, I'm like, why can't these just be the same? I don't even want to be. I don't even. I don't even want it. Why are you telling me something different than the legitimate one? Hey, you're not wrong, sir. You're not wrong. Maybe I transition to the grin. What'd you say, Timbo? Uh Uh-oh. Nothing, nothing. One of the main reasons I like the grin is because it automatically updates hole by hole to your gin. I think 18 birdies is getting – I think they did that. I think it might be there, but not yet. Like, I think they're introducing that, which would be nice. I mean, I'm down to make the switch this weekend. If if we spend like a half hour on uh, uploading everything, would love would love to make that seamless transition. Seamless this weekend, boys. I know I've got not like a golf trip, but like I have bachelor party, which we'll be playing golf one day at. So that's fun. So we got a little bogeys for the boys and girls. We got a little bogeys for the boys and girls. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I will be playing. I don't even know where we're playing, to be honest with you. I know it's just like a public course around Scottsdale, so I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, but yeah, what about you guys heading down to Orlando? What's the name of the course? What? That, what's the name of the course? I have no idea. Oh, never mind. Brandon just he's going for the good time. I'm he's along for the ride this weekend, for man. The good time. I am bringing. I am bringing my set though, so that's good. Timmy, we're playing, we're playing 18, 36, 54, 72 holes, four rounds. 72. Wow. Back's going to be. Hamistic Dunes. We are playing the Disney Palm, uh, the one that, um, who recommended that one? Shout out Landon. 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 Shout out Landon. Shout out Landon, Durham. Palm. Uh, then we got um, celebrations, which is uh, it's going to be a uh, a two man scramble kind of thing. Um, the f- oh. the uh, the what what's their what's their name? The good good boys just golf there, um, and uh, liked what I saw in their videos. And then after that, the final day is going to be the good good boys actually also golf there as well. But it's going to be the Champions Gate International Course. It's supposed to be like a link style course. Interesting. Um, just kind of, yeah. Arms away. You look it up on the map. It looks pretty sweet. Well, yeah. And then uh, I've never been to a Top Golf, and I guess there's some talk of some Top Golf in there. You guys should definitely go. It's so much fun. Top Golf is so much fun. It's just a bar. It's just a. It's a driving range with a bar attached to it. It's very fun. Beautiful. I like. It's like yeah. all. Uh, of course, I like it. It's all like stats. Yeah. Like in those, yeah. In those Give me stats. Oh, you get me. We got the chooch files. That's a name for it. That's a name for it. We've got it. What? Chooch files? Give me stats, aka the chooch files. We got chooch. it. Love it. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know. Um, Tim Land- Landon reached out to me this weekend. <laughs> he uh, he finished tied for 50. So shout out Landon again. We're shouting out Landon. Landon. Yep. Shout out Charlie, his buddy. No. <laughs> um, tied for 15th. Tied for 15th. Minus three on par fives, but plus four on the par threes. And then even on the par fours. Hey, he's finished a, tied for 15th in his tournament. He's a par five assassin. Great. What tournament was it? 
I have no, it was an amateur event down in Florida, I think. But yeah, shout out Landon. Great event. Par five, absolute par five assassin that that young man is. Crushes them. So that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Be confident on on those those long ones. Love to be an assassin on the par fives. Oh, those yeah. I don't know if we're gonna make it look as easy, Timbo, this weekend. But some of the golf I've been watching on some of the courses, you know, you you watch some of these guys that play more. And then you you go and try and follow the act, and it looks. I don't know. I don't know how my expectations are. Are they high going in? I don't. I don't know. I want to say yeah. There was someone who commented on my thing being like, let's have a, like a 10 handicap in every, cause it was like, what could you finish? What, what's one thing you could change on like the PGA tour. And someone said like, let's have a 10 handicap out there, like playing every week. And I'm like, no, let's just have like one of the best golfers, like a scratch golfer, like one of the best golfers that, you know, play in a tournament that dude will shoot 90, 90 and get cut. Like, you know what I mean? Like what the PGA players do is absolutely insane. Like oh. how good they are. If they came to like a regular golf course, they would shoot like four fifteen under. Like yeah. no doubt about it. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, let's go the best golfer you guys know. What was that, Tim? Who's the who's the best golfer you guys know? Who have who's the best golfer you've ever played with? Brandon, probably. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, probably. Probably Brandon. Brandon. Like on a pretty regular occasion. Yeah, he was filthy. He ran. Yeah, shout out Brandon Nolan. Like filthy golfer. Yeah. Oh my god. Had a kid. Yeah, has a kid now. Has a kid named Rory. Rory. Oh. Get ready. Awesome. I love awesome it for him. Good He's kid. gonna be a golfer for sure. Sorry, I just. <laughs> Apparently a boat just came into the harbor because I just heard the freaking cruise ship go whoop whoop or uh, whatever the, the little, little thing on the you know the little tone on the on the ship. So I was like, what is that? Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say Brand. I mean, like Brandon was shooting in like the low seventies when we were like fifteen. Fifteen. Mark Forbes too. He's a he's an Attleboro. I've played he's with him. He's, like he's a, a legend. Like a 70, I've never played with Mark Forbes though. Yeah, and he's like seventy, Tim, and he's like still shooting. He's, he's won the Attleboro Open like thirteen times. Like yeah. you played with him. Yeah, he with that at one of a little bit. We we run some basketball clinics together. He's a he's a local Attleboro legend. And you and Tim are, I mean, you and Timmy are still, or Tim, I don't know if he goes by Timmy still or Tim. You and Tim are still pretty friendly, right? Yeah, yeah. we run clinics together. And, yeah, good good fam for sure. Yeah. No, I, I just always remember like every year, like reading, you know, again, sorry everyone, we're off track, but uh reading the paper when like the local Attleboro amateur open like finished up and it was like three years in a row and it was just like Mark Forbes, yeah. Mark Forbes. Like they would have like all the champions like listed and it would just be like Mark Forbes, Mark Forbes, Mark Forbes, random dude, Mark Forbes. I'm like, okay, dude, like let someone else win for once, like for Christ's sake. <laughs> Unreal. We'll get there, boys. This weekend's We're a good there. start. No, right? A good uh, start. Hey, we all brought our handicaps down last last year. We did. Once. I brought mine down by by two points last year. I was at a 13 and I got to an eleven. 
last warm season, we all brought them down. This warm season, we got we to gotta bring them down even more. Imagine that. That'd be unreal. Oh, I'd be so happy with that. It's a goal. Single Let's handicap. Do Let's do it. Let's do it. Love it. Uh, Tim, get a golf pole. And to end what I have uh, deemed, even though it's not the worst podcast, this was actually one of our really, really fun ones. But to quote unquote myself, the word po- the worst podcast ever. Do you have one? To- Do you have a golf old and the worst podcast ever? <laughs> <laughs> the worst podcast. This is actually, I'm just curious for you guys. I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, um, this is more of a yeah. I guess it's a poll. When you guys go to the range, which club do you pull first? pitching wedge pitching wedge every time no matter what every time how much time do i got (laughs) actually i i do uh either the pitching wedge or the attack wedge one of the two (laughs) how much time do i Uh, gap wedge you said yeah yeah so like you know how they say like approach like gap wedge approach wedge anything like that yeah, so I call it 52. the attack wedge because, you know, I'm trying to psych myself up and be like, I don't approach greens. I attack them, but I approach them. Uh, <laughs> but I t- it's either the pitching wedge or the attack wedge. Yeah. I mean, I think it's either 52 pitching wedge or nine iron, like somewhere in there. I'm usually starting lo- start, starting with a high uh, a wedge and working my way down through my Mid irons to low irons, and then making my way downtown. Making my way downtown. <laughs> now you got me thinking, Brendan. Now you, like naming naming the clubs different. Like you know how like the Gapos has a G, but naming it something like your A wedge. You could be like the arousal wedge or something. Like <laughs> I don't know. Gap oh, I love it. it. Could be the. I call it the attack right. wedge. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going like. Sexual oh, innuendo things, but I love, I love it, dude. Ever since like <laughs> my dad had one, and and I was just like, he called it like his gap wedge, but I always called it the attack wedge. And then when I switched over to Callaway clubs, like it came with an, uh, it came with the gap wedge, which they call an approach wedge, which I just call it an attack wedge. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Like I'm attacking the greens. It's like no, you're not, dude. It's in the bunker. Calm down. <laughs> What's your L wedge? Which lot stand for? Oh, 60 degree. Crush it. Well, I know what it means, but I'm saying you name lob something wedge. like face. Yeah, it's a lob wedge. A person. No, no, oh. no, no, no. I'm saying, like, you know how each wedge has its own L, S, A, G, you know, like because yeah. of based on what it is. You name it based on your personality. Name it be like, oh, that's my, you know, oh, loser wedge. <laughs> yeah, like something like that. You know what I mean? Oh man. Um, I don't know. Lag wedge. <laughs> Luff. Lofted wedge. Love yeah. Luff wedge. Love wedge. Off. It doesn't even have to do with golf. Sand wedge, my shitty yes. wedge. <laughs> Larry. Yeah. My Larry wedge. Larry wedge. Ooh, Larry wedge. I like it. Larry. My Larry. Grab Larry. I might call my six. I might name my six. I like it. The sixty degree might have a new name, and it might be Larry. Ooh. Oh my god, that's a good one. We, we might have just thought of something new. Mm-hmm. Oh Stand. boys, I, I have an announcement to make. So uh, the wooden putter is put together. Um, wow. I have a wooden putter. 
to ship it. And it is put together. And I will make the biggest thing. I am raw dogging it. My old putter, my old Nike putter, the one I've been using for 10 years, is currently in Rhode Island. And my wooden putter is in the bag in Orlando right now. I'm not even bringing the old putter. Send it. I don't even want the option. I don't even know what the option. I just want to no. make it my putter. No, you just gotta you just gotta play with it. You can't put it back. You know what I mean? You just gotta get used to it. Nope. Oh love that, Timmy. Love that. That's unreal. I know yeah. you guys have to take a ton of videos with with the wooden butter. That's gonna be sick. You gotta you gotta wrap that thing up nice and nice and gently when you ship it. Oh, lots of bubble wrap. Lots of bubble wrap around that bad boy. I put so much bubble wrap around my driver, like it barely fits. Because <laughs> I, my three wood, I told you guys that story. My three wood broke. Right. Yes. Um, so I'm like, I have the head cover on that one and it's taped up. And then uh, all my other, like my driver is just all bubble wrapped. And I'm like, you are not breaking. Like I cannot get another M6 because I bought this for like $300 and they're selling for $300 <laughs> still to this day. I know it's crazy. Oh, tough life we live. What are you gonna call right, boys. podcast, Brendan? Huh? And we I know we're leaving, but you gotta come up with a great brutal name for the podcast. I told you it's the worst podcast ever. Like the that's the one. name of it. It's but I like it. It's might, gonna might dri- become... <laughs> we're gonna drive so many views this week, it's gonna be absolutely hilarious. Like it's <laughs> so funny. Like I think we had a great little not I think pad. we had a great it's little bag I, I thought that a... was lovely for going in absolutely blind. <laughs> been a good little run here, boys. And what do you? We'll, we'll have a lot to share next week. We'll have a lot to share next week. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. I like this. One final what question. What did you say, Timmy? Since we did so many random you... stuff during the day, might as well or during the podcast. What's a uh, Brennan? You travel all the time, Mike. You probably travel more than I do. What do you guys do mm-hmm. on planes? What's your go-to um, activity? Are you so a sleeper? Are you a, a I can't watch sleep a movie? Do you read a book? Nope. No, I've never been able to sleep on planes, which is why cross Atlantic plane cross Atlantic trips mess me up because I cannot sleep on the plane, and it's just bad. It's really bad. Um, so what do you do? I watch movies. Watch movies. Movie guy. Watch movies. Listen to podcasts. I'm probably going to download a ton of podcast like of podcast tonight so listen to ours on the plane tomorrow and everything like that too it's gonna be a long six hour flight so i haven't had one of these in a bit uh yeah, probably that's since, that's, oh. that's, when, when you land it's sweet and uh going out there like seeing all the the mountains and no and they're they're like they're they're mountains that are like you know when you usually see mountains you're like oh snow it's like oh that's a desert mountain right, right. <laughs> Tim, cut that part up. Oh, it's a desert mountain. Timmy, I, I can sleep. You know me. I can sleep through anything. So I'm a big uh, sleeper to pass the time. I'll probably go in there. I'm kind of like a weird, like I don't I don't really listen to like this whole year driving to and from Zavarian for basketball practice. is like a 50-minute ride. Like I don't think one time I turned on, unless it was like a PC game or a Celtics game, silence. No radio, no nothing. <laughs> Like I don't turn on. No way. Yeah, some people Mike, call me a psychopath, but Mike, I don't, we need to. I don't, I don't we need do to get that. you to a therapist. Uh, <laughs> That's not not, okay. I've never been a huge music guy. Like I've never been. 
But you don't even put on like 98.5 or anything like that? No, no. It's like, I'm just good being, just thinking my own good thoughts, you know? Like music sometimes just, I don't know. It's an interesting fact. I know. No, no podcast, no. I, I used to, I used to get, I used to do golf podcasts big time, but since like it's been out of golf season, I just, I kind of like turned them off for a while and I, I don't know. I just don't, don't bother with much, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. Hey, are we still recording here or what? Oh yeah. We're still recording. (laughs) Worst podcast ever, baby. (laughs) Oh, all right, boys. Well, I appreciate you guys very much. I appreciate everyone who listened tonight. Uh, it was hilarious. It was, it was, it was a great show. It, I know I'm calling it the worst podcast ever, but what a show tonight, boys! Fantastic. Um, yeah. Play better. Yeah. Let it fly. <laughs> Dump it up. Dump it up. See you, boys. Bye. <laughs>